Everybody there? Yep. All right. Zip Zip Fellows in Boston. Uh, Bob Rivers is in Vermont. And Ed <laughs> Kelly is in Detroit. Is Zip putting up siding? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What are you hearing? I'm hearing metallic creaking or a furnace or something. It's just funny. Sorry. Oh. No, actually, Zip's mic sounds really good tonight. He and I uh, spent a day uh, working on the uh, noise gate. We had a master class workshop on audio <laughs> processing. Yeah. No, he sounds fantastic. Best ever. Uh, Spike will be joining us shortly because we're recording on Sunday night, and Spike is uh, on his way back from a Spike in the Impalers show. Oh, wow. And uh, what else? Oh, also, we met and, uh, and chatted with briefly Emily McGuire. Emily is a uh, radio professional. 21 years on a big morning show in San Diego. That's a long run. Dave Shelley and Chainsaw was the name of the show. A very similar show, I think, to ones that we've been on. Um, and uh, anyway, she um, uh, she's on the beach at the moment. And I might invite her to just join us and hang out and see if she enjoys it. <laughs> how cr how crowded is the radio beach these days the radio beach is really uh, you know until they clear it out i'm gonna say for christie at the radio beach <laughs> it's overcrowded uh you know but they clear the beach for chris christie i don't know if you remember yeah. that yeah, um yeah the radio beach is it, it, you know it happens um all shows around the country are cutting this uh what do they call it um they're dialing back. They're downsizing. They're restructuring. I think restructuring is, the word. <clears throat> is it, yeah, and repurposing their yeah. available but talent. But she's she's amazing, and she'll be back. And there's a, there's a, a a deeply personal story uh, behind my meeting Emily twenty one years ago. Hmm. And I will tell that story next week when she's a guest on the show. She's uh, she's really kind of the dream co-host if anybody's listening and wants to make sure she can make some money instead of podcasting uh, <laughs> no she's you know she's uh witty funny but kind and uh, uh everything this show is not yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well witty funny and and uh acerbic will be yes. with us shortly as soon as he gets done with the spike of <laughs> the impalers game <laughs> So anyway, uh, anyway, that's the uh, the the. Also, I was approached by a, a friend in the high tech software business, whose wife works on social media, and I had mentioned <gasps> in last week's show that you know we could actually prop the show is actually halfway decent now. I feel like, and we could probably multiply our listenership by a factor of ten if we do some social media basic marketing. And then some video casting. And we got to do video, too. So you guys are going to have to spend some money on cosmetic surgery. Again? Yeah. <laughs> every, time I every time I smile, they, I pull my yeah. socks up. Have they told you there's no tread left on those tires? You're going to start looking like Nancy Reagan? Or, uh, well, it? if I get one more facelift, I'm going to have a goatee. Got it. Uh, so anyway, all right. Let's talk tonight. I, I pulled some... It's funny. I usually try to do some prep for the show. Mm-hmm. And then I usually forget to send it to you. Mm -hmm. So I'm blindsiding you with everything. Also true. Yes. 
and today is no exception. <laughs> <laughs> I did pull a couple of articles, uh, but, but it's stuff we've talked about before. Uh-huh. And it's really interesting. And I think uh, you're both on Facebook, right? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, not as often as I used to be, though, since some, some of the Zucker turd uh, <laughs> things came to, came to uh, light. Right. But uh, yeah, right. I, I probably post twice a week, two, three times a week. So do you see when I like troll people and argue with them? No, I saw that I today. Yeah, actually, I did. Can you tell the people? I more? have watched it. Yeah. The way you you lobbed a grenade into the uh, cybersphere and someone reacted who said something about like, oh, you were talking about uh, uh, the cost of uh, EV and Electric recharging your cars see, compared to. Uh, I wasn't talking about that at all, uh, but everyone thought I was. So what I was saying is it's too bad we don't prioritize critical thinking in our education how many signs of disinformation can you spot in the following post? And then I put this whole thing that was anti-EV, and it was all full of false facts. And everybody started arguing their echo chamber bullet points. And no one even got the point of the po A few people did, actually. A few people. You, you put up a Where's Waldo, and they started a chess game. <laughs> yeah, it was just... <laughs> It was so strange, and um, and so I did debate. A few, I, I, like I can't believe anybody debates electric cars because if you debate whether there should be electric cars, it means you don't know that every single automaker, every major automaker, and yeah. brand new ones that don't even exist yet, have more money behind them from investment than almost any other revolution besides the internet, besides dot com. This is the new industrial revolution. It's a brand new industrial revolution. And it's, you know, it's, it's, here's the thing. It, because it's political, because it's good for the planet, mm -hmm. then half the people feel like they have to argue that it's bad for the planet. <laughs> because they've been brainwashed into believing that that's what they have to argue. And by the way, the good for the planet people have also been brainwashed. Mm -hmm. um, they, uh, they don't understand the mining. This, well, they don't understand that this is cutthroat conservative capitalism at its finest. Mm -hmm. These are people that are going to, you know, what's the correct word? Uh, sucking at the teat of the oil industry. <laughs> well, so uh, well, but that's another thing. So the oil industry is putting out anti-electric vehicle propaganda. Of course they are. For the right wing. And they're soaking it up, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the left wing have no idea that they're supporting a conservative principle, which is survival of the fizz, fittest and uh, competition. Mm -hmm. uh, greed is good. Well, greed is good. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, depends on what you mean by the word greed. Wanting to yeah. make money is good. Yeah. Because money is where all of our innovations come from. And so here's the thing. It really isn't political. It's about innovation. And mm -hmm. what's going on now is it's so exciting. It's like when Windows 95 came out and I was like, <laughs> wow. Oh, it's like the whole world is going to change. And I used to tell people in radio, you know those transmitter towers? Those are going to be obsolete. 
course, that was 1995. I was 27 yeah. years early with my prediction. Yeah. And I'll and say Ray, that Windows 95 still works like a charm, Bob. I just wanted yeah. to let you know. <laughs> anybody would never know. upgrades until, the, the, <laughs> until smoke comes out of the uh, computer tower. Yes. Uh, let's bring Spike O'Neill on with us right now. Spike is joining us after a spike in the Impaler's gig. You there, bud? Oh, he'll be I'm on. here. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you sound perfect, actually. Okay, every time you plug in an electric vehicle, a small child is thrown into a mine pit. <laughs> I hope you know that. I, I hope you know that, you I, earth firsters. <laughs> um, and by the way, it's kind of true. <laughs> okay. No, no I, do you, I, see, this is the thing. The mining. It is yeah. kind of a little bit true. Do you know why it's true? Because mining the, the precious metals it takes to make the batteries is ridiculous. Yes. I mean, that's how much it takes to make these batteries. And like a, a battery replacement on one of these EVs is going to be like between fifteen and $25,000 okay. per car. Wow. Um, some of that is partially true. Uh, let's see. Where the part, about where there, part about where there are cars, that part's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm annoying. By the way, so what I do when I troll people on Facebook is then I go and research because I'm, I'm juiced up. <laughs> and I go to I go to actual uh, investors, investor daily. I go to places where people who want to make money look for real information, not mm -hmm. to political um, papers not, at all. Yeah. And so here's the story about um, electric car manufacturers uh, relying on child labor. Child labor has been used in the cobalt mines of the Democratic Republic of the Congo for a long time. Oh, Democratic Republic, see? Yeah. Right, <laughs> Democrats, yeah, bastards. It's a peacekeeping <laughs> missile. Uh, I anyway. believe Hillary Clinton owns most of those mines, too. Yes, She does, and, they're, and they have excellent yeah. pizza. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go to the basement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway. Yes. Yeah, here, slight order the, of a small child. Yeah. Here's the funny thing about yeah. that. Do you know what cobalt is primarily used for? Uh, diamond mi Diamonds? No. Cobalt. Cobalt. Uh, blue, Condoms? Making blue glass. <laughs> By the way, most uh, of the people chips. who debate this stuff on Facebook and social media don't know either. Hmm. It's primarily used for rechargeable batteries in your phone, tablet, and laptop. Wow. Mm. In other words, 40-something uh, percent of it is used in the thing that you're using to complain that electric vehicles are doing. <laughs> Isn't that the greatest? Yeah. Isn't it ironic? I have to start <laughs> some smoke signals. To complain about the air quality. Hold on. Yeah. That's funny. But it's so true. I mean, so when you see... It's like rating your apology on a bullet. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> so when you see... And by the way, this is a targeted um, smear campaign on electric vehicles. Is it coming from big oil? Probably. Uh, what they yeah. want you to think of when you think electric vehicles is... Slave, child slave labor. Mm -hmm. yeah. Except that the thing you're reading about it on is where most of the child slave labor goes. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so 42% of all cobalt produced globally can be found in rechargeable batteries for your smart devices. One can quarter of that, by the way, is mm -hmm. used for electric car batteries. In other words, only 10% of all the cobalt 
is used in electric car batteries. So, uh, and by the by the way, the remaining fifty eight percent military industrial, uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's, well, that's why not they have rechargeable bombs. That's not bad about that stuff. Um, so almost every big motor manufacturer striving to produce millions of electric cars buys its cobalt from the – this is the part where I said to Spike, it's true. I mean, yes, children are enslaved for your electric cars. If you say they're not, then you lose the argument because the whole point of this argument is finally electric cars are bringing attention to something else that they can help fix about society. I miss yeah. the days when we used to enslave white men in Detroit. You know, remember that man? <laughs> After they weren't they the best? Those that, were the that good my, old days. That was my yeah. GM in 93. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Think they wanted to make K cars? <laughs> <laughs> no, they tethered, tethered us to the line. Uh, by the way, the, uh, um, this article that, um, uh, where was it? It was, it was in the Daily Mail that everybody's sending around. The, the article's uh, headline is, Child miners aged four living in a hell on earth so you can drive an electrical car. <laughs> electric car. The awful cost, the awful human cost in squalid Congo cobalt mines. Oh, boy. So you can drive an electric car. And use your smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> so now I really want one. But here's the thing <laughs> I love about it. Um, it illustrates the lack of critical thinking in our society. Yeah. Because the fact is, yes. no one wants child labor. No one wants slave child labor. Can we get a bunch of liberals and conservatives in a room and say, how do you feel about slave child labor? Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. But, but the, but the, the uh, business model that keeps us divisive and angry at each other doesn't want us to pull together and row together. Come on, people now, smile on your brother, everybody get together. So anyway, so, uh, so by the way, when you're obsessive compulsive like me, mm -hmm. you don't stop there. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, there's more. Now how much did you pay? <laughs> I'm so sorry I didn't send this stuff to you, but I love springing okay. it on you anyway. So I know you do. So, uh, so then I looked for the Department of Labor. By the way, they, we're recording this on uh, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, how about that? Appropriately. And so it's a great time to talk about enslaving children for all the things we enjoy in our homes. <laughs> <sighs> Instead of paying tribute to the American worker of our industrial age, let's pay children a tribute to the children that make the chocolate and the diamonds and the clothes that you wear. I'm Mitch McConnell, when and I approve this message. Yep. <laughs> when is Child Labor Day? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that the day before Easter? So then they get the baskets and they feel better. Yeah. Hydro and eggs. Yeah, so I hydro and eggs. Then you get a chocolate pickaxe to find them with. Right. So I went to the Department of Labor, dol.gov, and every year they put out a report and a list of goods produced by child labor or forced labor. Used to be Nike. And so I wanted to find cobalt on the list. Uh, let's see if cobalt. I don't even think cobalt was there. Lithium was there. Cobalt. Oh, here it is. Cobalt or Congo Democratic Republic child labor. Okay. But would you like to know some of the other things that aren't getting great publicity from the Daily Mabel? Mail? Mabel? Mabel? <laughs> Another black label? <laughs> hey, Mr. Uh. G. <laughs> 
And by the way, anytime I'm like, no, we're sick of your bullshit, Bob. Just say okay. <laughs> no, fire away. All right. Fire away. There is a uh, mineral uh, called amber. Do you know what amber is used for? Um, no. Dinosaurs? Oh. I thought amber was hardened uh, bee Hard, something. Hardened re- uh, tree resin. Hardened tree, tree sap. Uh, yeah. Let me let me actually Google what is amber used for. Oh, be careful. Because she's got her own of, my waves waves got her own yeah. MySpace yeah. page. I'm going to put on safe dot, dot triple X. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you you were right. It's fossilized tree resin that has been appreciated for its color and natural beauty since Neolithic times. And Much valued from antiquity to yes. the present as a gemstone. Amber. Oh, it's a gemstone. Okay. It's okay. made into a variety. Dinosaur blood. Yeah. Amber is used in jewelry. So it's jewelry like diamonds. Okay. Yeah. So, can you guess which evil com- country enslaves children to mine amber? Um, is it Canada? It <laughs> <laughs> really is. You're going to be shocked. America. No, that would be even more shocking. But it's the country America is fighting a proxy war for. Ukraine. It's Russia, yeah. Oh, oh it's wow. Ukraine, huh? Uh, children as young as seven engage in illegal amber extraction in Ukraine. Oh, children from low-income families. Uh, one human rights organization reports thousands are enslaved to extract amber and that their labor is essential to the amber <sighs> industry. And one of the things uh, that will be a theme throughout this is these industries couldn't exist and bring us this stuff at the custom jewelry prices we adore. Right. If they didn't enslave children, what what is the criteria for enslaving? Um, it, 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 that's a great question, Zip. Near as I can tell from the Department of Labor.gov, it's when children under the age of sixteen are involved and forced. Well, I I'm sorry, but I've been working since the age of five, so <laughs> I I too was enslaved as a child. What did you do? Yeah, man. I I was a pop bottle boy. My job was to collect them and put them into their proper brand boxes. Let me see if I can find Canada on this list. <laughs> yep. Okay. But was it a job that you were forced to do that you didn't want to do? No, no. I wanted okay. children want to so, work. This is I read I read an article once where you know they make it sound like they're all chained to a lathe somewhere. The fact right, is. Right. That some of them want to feel u- useful, industrious, and, by the way, and, and enjoy the gig. This spin that you're doing right now is you, a liberal you spin. Woke, right? wonderful person is um, that's part of the spin. And some of the countries uh, defend themselves and say, "No, no, no. These kids are these kids love working in the mines." Um, so, uh, seven-year-olds. Um, uh, some some of these countries have more details. In China, children make artificial flowers. Uh, in a bunch of countries, um, from age five, they make baked goods, uh, and for companies, not like just with mom, you know. Uh, right. Bamboo in Burma, children as young as ten are forced to work in the production of bamboo. Mm. Uh, bananas in Belize, harvested by children. Bananas in Brazil, harvested by children. Bananas in Ecuador, bananas in Nicaragua, bananas mm. in Philippines, bananas in Paraguay. Uh, ages five to seventeen, uh, children, you know, and seventeen. I think it's perfectly okay. I think fifteen is. What, what age should a child work? I think it's up to the child, don't you? 
No. What about the old paper boy who rode his bicycle yeah, and delivered yeah. papers? They were like eight or nine or ten. Were they eight or nine? Chained to their bike. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see if I can find the United States on this list. I don't think we're on it. Yeah, as, uh, as, far, as far as my children go, their forced labor began at 27, I think, is when they finally got. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, when you go through this list, and I'm not going to read it all because that would take a long time. Some of the things you'll rationalize, like we just did, and some of the things are just horrific. Uh, working in the, um, what do you call the clothing factories? Sweatshops. Sweatshops, yeah. Some of that is real bad. Um uh, clothing is a bad one. Coal mines. Children five years old in Pakistan working in the coal mines. Uh, they're also forced to lead donkeys deep underground and lead them back out, hauling the mined coal. So you give that job to yep. a five-year-old. Sounds like radio. Yeah. And by the way, the people that are against electric cars are totally pro-coal. But I think they want it to come from Virginia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cold, cold 35 year olds are forced to lead donkeys yeah. underground. And Virginia's yeah. not that bad when you compare it to Pakistan. I mean, you can marry your cousin at 14, but you're not going to be working in the coal mine. Yeah, well, at least in Pakistan, she doesn't have to be a cousin like West Virginia. Come on. The other one that's always been publicized from time to time that never gets fixed is chocolate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole beans. entire program yeah. on that. True, yeah. true. Yeah. And it just it comes out like, you know. Like it's in the rotation of we're gonna, you know, mention that children made your. I don't know if they made your Hershey bar per se, but no. Uh, but to, oh, to and diamonds goes a long way. Yeah. Oh, still it. blood diamonds, mostly boys yeah. age five to seventeen, forced to mine for diamonds in Sierra Leone. Mm. But they're sold in the streets yeah. of New York. Yeah. Should diamonds be outlawed? Um, no, because yes, they're girls' yes, best friends. Yes, I got, yes. I got an anniversary coming up, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little self-serving. Now, there you go. Now, now, President Biden, come on, executive order, let's go. Here, here's child labor, forced labor. And by the way, there's a child labor is one thing, and forced labor is a different category. So not yeah. all of these are forced labor, which is a point you guys brought up. Mm -hmm. uh, child labor, forced labor, China, kids make fireworks. Which we ironically use a fucking ton of to celebrate yep. our Independence Day on the 4th of Freedom. July. <laughs> so if you rewrite that headline, how would that go, Spike? Um, you know, the, the headline about children living hell blow their hands off in China so that you can celebrate the founding of our great country. Something like uh, that. One-handed Chinese children acknowledge uh, appreciation of <laughs> the liberty in New York City. Want to salute but can't because of the yeah, want, want to salute but can't. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Missing digit salute. Yes. Nub, uh, nubs up, says Fang Wang Ma <laughs> of, of Haoming Province. Now, this is awful. awful. No, it isn't. Sorry. We're pointing out the hypocrisy and we're doing it with Right, oh, we are. God. We're just we're shining the light of truth. That's all we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a naked light me. in the dark corner. Yeah, the lamp, the lamp of truth fed with whale oil, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> From the last blue whale ever. Oh, my God. A another evil, evil Free thing cobalt. that you find out that, that is made yeah. all over the world and we buy it from all over the world. Footwear. All over the world. Let me, let me list the countries. Bangladesh, Brazil, China, India, Turkey, Vietnam, Indonesia. 
Now, are these is this child labor? For, All made child labor. Yep. Yeah. And in China, forced labor. Ooh, that's not good. I hope they're just flip flops. <laughs> yeah, really? I hope they're easy. It's <laughs> it sad. And so here's the it thing. Is. So what's weird about this, to me, uh, as a, a, a proponent of critical thinking, is that you can take one thing out of context yep. and create a story from the most polluting industry on the planet, petroleum, that's trying to prevent an up-and-coming industry, and you can say, aha, there's something in your batteries. Of course, it's in the batteries of everything. Uh, but let's let's make it out like that's the only thing cobalt is used right. for. It's used yeah. for electric cars. And electric cars are destroying the planet. And then what will happen is all these minions, not yeah. the fun minions, not the movie kind, about, not the yeah, funny ones. We talked right. about last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But these, <laughs> well, and they you know what? Their vocabulary is only slightly better. <laughs> Uh, the minions will then take that one line because they don't have to do any more homework. They will believe it. And by the way, liberal minions are... Oh, yeah. They're, they, they exist too. Absolutely. Just, I just, I just, you know, they're minions of caring as opposed to minions of fuck you. That's the difference between liberals and conservatives. Conservatives, fuck you, kind of. <laughs> if you try to do something nice for somebody, you're taking it away from me. That's my sense of conservatives. Liberals are, you know... Everything's conservatives' fault, and I just want to fix everything for everybody. And there's a bottomless well. Uh, you know, there's no balance. Um, and that's extremes on both sides, actually. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've, most of my friends are frankly conservative. Well, and uh, yeah. they, I don't recall them copying that attitude no that but they don't but, but they're not the new media new media no. is everyone on uh, everyone on social media platforms yeah, yeah and by the way they are bigger than mm -hmm. the established media that's what's scary yeah the uh the big sticks don't matter much anymore and there's no event television anymore uh furniture do you like furniture of course Kids hammered a nail into their hand trying to put it together for you. <laughs> what about the kids that uh, in Switzerland that make the, the Ikea? <laughs> you know what? Switzerland is not on this list. That's really funny. Uh, and then they only make those little wrenches, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> just the Allen wrenches. Okay. Uh, just just those them. Allen wrenches, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to motor through this list. I talked about garments. Argentina, Bangladesh, Brazil, Burma, China. Uh, scroll ahead. Uh, gold. Is mined by children who are Ooh. forced labor uh, in the Congo is one of those places. Uh, Congo, Indonesia, Kenya, Guinea, Ethiopia, Ecuador, North Korea, forced labor. Kids mine gold. Um, Nigeria, gold, gold, gold. Wow. Why am I depressed every time I get off of this thing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> Who's you know what nobody speaks up for? All those elves put out of business by those kids making shoes, yeah. you know? Where's, where's their lobby? The AF of elves? Yes, the AS of elves. AS of elves, C-I-O-E-O. -E and the one evil one everybody can agree on is pornography. And they list all the major countries that exploit children for that. Uh, you want to hear them? Colombia, no. Mexico, nope. Paraguay, Philippines. <laughs> Unanimous, Thailand. nope. Let's see. I'm going to scroll down to, well, and there's lithium. 
uh, which is another, uh, so that's another electric car thing uh, that people have been talking about. Zinc, lithium, uh, I guess they call those rare earth minerals and all of that. Yeah. Um, zinc is child labor in Bolivia. Li- lithium, I don't think, is child labor. Uh, but lithium has been in well, the news because somebody has flown over the fields uh, where lithium is mined. And they kind of rape the land. Scar. Yeah. There's all these Energizer bunnies down there with shovels going, (laughs) (laughs) get back to work, kids. (laughs) Well, the thing about extracting anything from the earth is it doesn't create a beautiful park with trees. No. It doesn't matter whether it's oil. It doesn't matter whether it's lithium. Heck, when we were in Africa, uh, the salt fields... uh, were just ugly as shit and then you know they, they basically yeah. create these lagoons and let the sun dry out the water and what's left is salt well lithium apparently looks just like that yeah. and um all of the stuff you know should we shine a light what would we be if we shone the light on all of the things that are unfair around the world we'd be woke ass Liberal bitches, wouldn't we? <laughs> yep, we would. We'd be, we'd be that woke culture that wants to, you know, to, that they're trying to stop from happening in, in Florida. Right. Can I tell you a happy story about, though, about mining? Yeah, please do. Please. Uh, Is this involved elves? So. Or dwarves? No, it does not. I'm sorry, it's, it's dwarves. Um, yeah. Nope, neither one. <laughs> neither one. Um, or, or one woman lived with seven short guys. Like, that didn't play out too, you no. know. <clears throat> so my, my wife's uncle, Ed... And this is a real guy, real story. Okay. Um, he is now since retired. He's he has a twin doctorates, and his th- his thesis that he wrote for his doctorate, um, he was in he was in the mining rec- reclamation field. Okay. And what he what he does what he did was when they would and if you ever been through the Southwest, if you think mines are a problem now, they used that's all we ever did in the Southwest was mine, mm. whether it was uh, in New Mexico, Utah, copper Arizona. Mines, I mean, yeah. there were mo- copper mines everywhere. And what Uncle Ed did was he 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 figured out uh, what the surface of the uh, of the topography was in that that geography or the, the, the geological. I, I, let me get this right. The geology of the surface where the mine was, right, where the plants were growing before they became it became a mine. He figured out the composition of soil there and what was in that earth that caused plants to live in that environment. Then as they mined, he figured out a way that went while they mined, they tested the soil as they kept going underground. And when they hit a pocket that was the same chemical component consistency of the surface dirt, they put all that section of earth that they were mining in a side pile Mm -hmm. so that when they were done and they refilled the mine, they could use that earth that was the same geological composition and recover the the closed and, and repaired mine so that it would regrow. And the and the system that he discovered and developed for his thesis is now employed by the entire um, US Geological Society mm. when they do mine repairs. And my wife's uncle came up with that and that's what happens today. Wow. That is in so the United cool. States. Did yeah, there a uncle statue Ed, of him somewhere or there should Nope. You know, there should be. It was funny, when I was in the Southwest this winter when my wife's Dad passed away. We all got together for my father-in-law's funeral. Mm. And I, I drove Uncle Ed and his wife, Aunt Betty and Uncle Ed. I drove them from Phoenix to Albuquerque for the service. And we spent seven hours in the car. And he was literally pointing out that mine over there. We did that. That was a blah, blah, blah. That was wow. a net. Oh, that one over there behind them. And he just told me about his entire, uh, his, you know, scholarly work throughout the course of his career. 
mm. uh, with with the U.S. Geological Survey. Um, it was just it was mind blowing, mind blowing, not mind blowing, mind blowing. Freudian slip. It made I know, right? It made it, but it, it was really mind blowing. It made yeah. me feel good about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, yeah I mean, that, quiet that's hero, how the U.S. Man. Quiet yeah, hero. the U.S. tries. The U.S. makes a legitimate effort to try to repair the land of all these of all, of what they had done to the Southwest for over a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it's land out of sight, out of mind, elsewhere with forced yeah, child labor, yeah. we just right. text each other about how. Um, oh, by the way, how much, how better we are, yeah. how better we are. An interesting thing about all of this is, it's not woke liberals complaining about the child slave labor. It's hard right wingers. Isn't that liberals' job? So this is what blows my mind about social media is the liberals will defend the slave labor because it's coming from conservatives. It's weird. And 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 by the way, conservatives will complain about it, but I haven't seen any. I, I do think that complaining about it is useful. Like, it, you know, that old thing. It raises awareness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, if someone hits me up on Facebook and says, what are you doing personally? And I'm like, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> I'm talking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching. I, I, I'm shining a solar powered light on it, which was made from a cobalt that some kid had to mine in a third world cobalt mine. Anyway, yes. sorry to take up the first half of the podcast with that. But I was just I was just blown away. When you and I've been troll, I I, I I even admitted it online. I said I'm a troll today. I'm a troll, and mm-hmm. somebody said I want to debate you, and I was like, No, I don't. I'm not interested in changing your mind. <laughs> I'd like you to go read a little, if you want to. <laughs> but it's just crazy. I mean, people, no matter what you get uh, out there, unless you're digging deep, you're being used. You're being managed. You know what I mean? You're, 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 they're keeping you in your lane politically yeah. of whatever you yeah. lean to. And I believe in smashing the guardrails. I like to drive. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I like to just go yes. on both sides. I, mm-hmm. I do. Because uh, I'm a huge fan of capitalism. I love, by the way, Elon Musk, one of the most asshole, hardball, conservative types. Yeah, um, he's accomplished he's, more in the private sector than the government has He's done more for global 30 warming. 30 years. He's more yep, woke. No kidding than most of the people who say they're woke. Yeah. Uh, and yet he's an asshole. I mean, from everything I've read, I, I, he hasn't been one to me personally. No. His children seem to think so, and those are usually the ones who know, right? <laughs> they yes. would know something, yes. Yeah, I mean, you has know. Anyone, uh, most has anyone on this show never never in their life been called an a-hole? Uh, oh, I mean, out of earshot. I mean, today? So far, so far today? Yeah. No, not today. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because oh, yeah. I, I, I had my hand up, but it, I guess no. I You're, can't no. see him. You know what, Ed, you and Zip, uh, me and Spike are the a-holes. You and Zip are actually the yeah. nice guys on the show, either, right? Yeah. That's debatable. You're guardian but, okay. angels. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good. You um, know, I got to tell you, I, I am so ready to fight for the word woke, because I am so sick of being called woke like it's a freaking insult. Yeah. It's the W word. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, really? What's the alternative? Did you What's cut up your head up woke? your ass and still... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really? Yeah. That's an insult to you people that I actually care about my fellow human beings and want to become a better person and evolve? Yeah. That's an insult? By the insult? way, during emancipation, those were woke people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah. You anti-slavery abolitionist woke mother hubbers. <laughs> okay, then. Well, you go yeah. ahead and keep your plantations. Go ahead. They're yours. The, the patriots were woke against the British. Yes. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Taxation without representation. Screw yeah. that. This is unfair. How woke. Yeah. Woke just means he, you're trying to stop woke-ist. stuff that's unfair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, well, you also now have, to be you know, fair to the people who, and by the way, you're speaking about how brilliant um, right-wing propaganda is. It's brilliant. You take something good, you twist it, and make it an epithet, and you've basically, yeah. you, you have castrated. Uh, yeah. and, and here's the... Here's the problem with Democrats or or most liberals. They're freaking lazy. You insult them and they give up. Oh, well, I guess it just wasn't worth trying. Gee, they hate my education. (laughs) I mean, really? You know, you know, elite, you know, elitist, educated elitist. Really? You're fucking vilifying knowledge now. Knowledge is bad. Oh, my God. Well, the, the implication is that knowledgeable people speak down to you. And don't respect and they you. Think, yeah. And, and by it, the way, that's a better. valid concern that I don't think the left pays enough attention to. So, for example, I know some people who are wicked smart at building guns, fixing engines, electrician, yeah. good tradespeople who are huge problem solvers, wicked intelligent, yep. and know how to do and have skills and things. What they're not smart at is journalism. Yeah. Which. Until we gave them a global platform to broadcast multinationally with more clout than the actual people who went to school for journalism, didn't matter that much. No. But, you know, but they're smart. And so uh, what the divisiveness has done is turned us into blaming everything on the other side. And I do think that's not a false equivalency. I think each side blames the other side. And I think radio has been a huge part of that. Uh, Well, talk radio. Talk radio, yeah. Which, uh, I'm so glad Spike's on the radio. Oh. Well, we we need him. I I call it, yeah, the pushback show. That's That's not bad. Oh, my God. You know know what I've been doing lately? I I call it afterwards. You know, it's um, Ah. the the other side of the coin with Spike O'Neill. So I've been, Bob, you'll love this. Our, Our host from 11 to 3. Is a, a dear true, friend of mine, and he's, and he's a dear person. He's a, 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 a real, genuinely a good human being. Yes, I've known him for we've known him for twenty five years or better, mm-hmm. and he's a great guy. But and I'll, and I say but. Which and by the way, I don't want to say his name before. But, but the fish that <laughs> no. Ellen DeGeneres well, voiced in the cartoon. Oh, don't don't him. steal my joke. Don't steal my joke. Don't steal my <laughs> joke. Um, no, no, no. You know, yeah. You know, so his his name is Dory, and he's and he's a brilliant broadcaster. Sure, but he is so. You know, anti-Biden, pro-Trump. You know, he's a stop the stealer, and he, you know, his is he a stop the his, stealer? Does he actually believe oh God, that yes. the election oh, was oh. illegitimate, or does he yes, believe well, that well, the election laws were manipulated to uh, because of the pandemic, and that meant it wasn't a fair election? Because that's a valid criticism, by the way. Uh, yeah, the way, they, the way they change the laws so only for making it. black districts wait three <laughs> hours in line to vote is a valid yeah. criticism. You see what I'm saying? Well, the, well, the way they changed the law so only Democrats could vote. I, I hate well, it when they did that's that. That's an exaggeration, yeah. Okay. But well, Republicans exactly try to change the laws so that only Republicans can vote <laughs> by I, redistricting out. Well, yeah. So, uh, so, if, so here's the thing. If both sides do it, I think in the debate you have to acknowledge 
that each side plays dirty. It would be like saying watching a, a Lakers game and saying, well, they threw an elbow. Well, uh, both sides throw an elbow. You know, you know what so I'm saying? So the Celtics, yeah. Yeah, it's an elbow. What, what, I lo- what, <laughs> what I love to do, though, is because everyone in the, and everyone on the station knows that Dory is, and he's got a, a monstrous audience, right? And I so but love him as a human being, by the way, if any of you want to yeah. complain to Dory that we were talking about him. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, and I've said that, too. He's, a, yeah. he's an incredible individual. He's a kid's, a kid's sports coach, and, and he's a phenomenal coach. He has been a for wonderful decades. dad. Yeah, and he and he lost an opportunity to coach a local high school team because of the character he plays on the radio, right? Because yeah. of the point of view he he sells on the radio, and and I mean he's got like you know, ten percent of the city, which is when you think of the you know the, the numbers the slice are huge, of super, by the way. yeah, right. The super the super conservative mega a mega American audience. He's a mega Republican and said Joe Biden was insulting seventy five million Americans the other night. And that's that was his whole show the next day. Right. Uh, Joe Biden said seventy-five million Americans are a threat to democracy, um, and I and so we're talking about. And we're not talking about Dory. We're talking about the disingenuous argument that that is. Yeah. Because somebody, actually, I said not all seventy-five. Not, not all seventy. Not right, all seventy-five exactly. are, are are Trumpers. And and here's the thing: are extremists. most Republicans yes, exactly. I know, most Republicans I know, didn't want Trump, and don't want Trump. Right. It's just that they don't want liberals more. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, anyway, so we're talking about how the how disingenuous the conservative media was. By the way, and it's once uh, again, all, well, all the white guys uh, talk only about <laughs> politics. We did this last week. Right. Go ahead. Right, well, right. Let's, well, no, let's, let me say. I'll but, give you. I'll well, give you what, what another like is, couple of minutes, and then we'll move on to. I won't, won't even. Won't even need it. Okay. Won't even need that much. Okay. I just. Like, we're we're having conversations. I said, well, I like to quote my friend Dory, and, and the whole room goes dead silent, and I'm like, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did that Just joke. keep You're swimming. So Just keep swimming. Yeah, I, I, I do that. I've done that a couple of times on the air when I said, "Does he I'm, know you tease him, or he probably one. doesn't have time?" Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, there was a there was a there was a, a story out of England. Uh, the BBC does this thing um, where they'll take two very uh, opposing people and right. take them out to dinner and have a, a BBC reporter monitor the dinner wow. and they'll try to convince each other of their points of view. Right. And I said, well, we ought to do that. Me and Dory ought to go out to dinner. Yeah. And we ought to have Dave Ross as the moderator. <laughs> I love it. I love and he it. got back to him. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, is he cool to you in the hallway? Oh, God, yeah. Well, no, yeah. I don't know. He, because he, he let, let me give you this point. And I, I, this little, I, no, I won't say this. I can't say this on air. No, we, we haven't seen each other in the hallway. Yeah. Okay. Right. He's uh, right. I got it. So yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Got it. As he screams about how the, the government shut down business and killed our economy. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. Exactly. But <laughs> you get it. <laughs> but you know, I mean, look, we I I think that the most important hypocrisies you can find are the ones in yourself. Hypocrisy. Such a lonely No, in other words, like ripping somebody else just gets up their defenses. So mm-hmm. when you believe something, research it and really know the details and the facts way deep into the argument yeah. and research the opposition. Like uh, search, you know, what if the opposite of what I think is true is true and read all those articles, too, uh, yeah. because uh, you could find so many articles. Uh, um, I'll, I'll change the subject uh, to something light and breezy like cancer. 
Um, <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, well, somebody can all rally behind. Yeah. Well, everybody's everybody's against cancer. A friend of mine just gave me a a, a, a medallion that says F Apersand hashtag CK cancer. So I'm trying to still trying to figure yeah. out what it means, but um, <laughs> and I belong to this support group, and we exchange experiences, and uh, you know, have a good idea of different kinds of treatments and things that are used for something. And so, and I'm in a good shape right now. I'm 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 Ned, which it's what they say is no evidence of disease. Uh, you know, my last scan was clean, and I'll have another scan soon. Does that but, make me evidence of disease? Because my name's Ed. Your name is Ed. That's right. <laughs> evidence of disease. Erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Kelly. Evidence of disease. Take yeah. your pick. I'm changing um, my name to Edna. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I, you know, at this point, the hardest thing for me is like get my digestive system going, diet, because I had all that surgery. and uh, But I'm doing great, as you can probably tell. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Love, life is great. I'm going to enjoy every yep. minute. But um, anyway, I mentioned something about using a probiotic. Uh, have uh, any of you ever taken a probiotic? This is a topic old white guys should talk about more than politics. <laughs> I just want to mention that. No. Okay. Do not, you know what a probiotic not, not purposely. is? It's a, it's a supplement. It's a supplement to help your digestive gut maybe make more healthy bacteria gut to help chemistry, you digest. Yeah. Right, you you yeah. put so you it's put active bacteria, bacteria, is it not? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yes. Usually, it's, you're, you're putting live things in your colon. Yeah, and and it's it's much like when you have yogurt that has these active uh, bacteria Culture. that are Culture. good for you. Yep. Yep. Um, so anyway, I, I mentioned it, and one of the guys that I talked to who uh, has the same thing, he said, "Oh, no, no, no." My oncologist said that that's really bad for you. Uh, there's a study that says it makes your immunotherapy less effective. And so I was like, I'm going to have to Google that. And so I go and I Google it, and I find this study from 2019 that made it sound really bad. And I was like, oh, I've got to stop taking the probiotic. But then I Googled, is probiotic good for you know uh, uh, oncology patients or some i forget exactly what and, and i re- and there's a whole new study from 2021 that theorizes that no it's very good for you and so what i did is word of mouth which is much like social media mm-hmm. i heard one thing that was from 2019 and then by digging deeper i found a story that seemed to say the opposite and they were both studies that are not conclusive. Like scientific studies have to be, you know, double blind, duplicatable yeah. Yeah. Uh, to prove something. So mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, the answer is we don't know. And people have theories. But as humans, we want to we claim we know. We want to claim we know everything. So we say, ah, you know what I heard? You know, and that's where the phrase old wives tales comes from. A lot of people are saying... Exactly. Uh, you beat me to it. I was right there. <laughs> keep saying, I keep hearing. There are reports. And yes. because we're a media culture, and we're, I don't want to say we're lazy, we're, we're busy. Yeah. that's Well, it's a combination of lazy and busy. We're so busy, we become lazy. It's called blazy. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm, blazy. I'm blazy. Yeah. Well, and funny. how do you prioritize? What's, I, I mean, do I want to fix lithium mines? from vermont 
or do I want to, you know, be a good neighbor and a good father and a good husband? You know, so it, 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 some of this is, you know, at yeah. some point you get people guilt you for not caring about something. You, go, you know, I have a, I have a life. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to care and do what I can within my. Well, it's it's like sphere. Yeah, yeah. your yeah. sphere. Yes, like ripples in a pond. Mm-hmm. You affect the people that you touch, and hopefully they will do the same to yeah. people they touch. And uh, lately, I've taken to trolling cultists on facebook <laughs> yeah. uh, been touching a lot of wow. people haven't you yeah. stay, stay off of 4chan bob <laughs> yeah. i'm, hey, talking, bob, don't, I'm don't talking to my sponsor every day and try not to go too far yes if don't you think there's an inherent danger because i've gone through it with my eye thing the last couple of weeks when you look for medical information via oh, yeah. google don't you think google is attempting to create in a in other words with ai knowing what you're hoping yes. to read and doesn't it automatically slant it to encourage you know, continued engagement? Zip, you, you could will. not be more right about that. Let me, let me explain why. Because Google's business model is not, let me give you the deepest, hardest-to-read scientific document. Google's model is... Let's make you feel good. Let's dopamine let's, lollipops. Well, not even good. Let's zap your endorphins and make it so you can't sleep tonight so you stay on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> so you're absolutely right. So a dramatic um, article full of hyperbole is going to get more clicks, and that's what bubbles to the surface. You could not be more. Well, right. the other thing is 90% of the stuff that popped up was eventually uh, gets around to talking about a specific pharmaceutical, oh, pharmaceutical yeah. right. brand. Yeah. yeah. So ask your doctor. Yeah. So anyway, all right, that's a better old guy topic than politics, I think. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, what's a young guy topic? Or at least a middle-aged topic? Manscaping. I wouldn't know. <laughs> manscaping. Let's talk manscaping. Yeah. Lack of erectile dysfunction. Yes. <laughs> um, it's so funny. Oh, and I was talking to Emily earlier, who we're going to visit with next week. Um I was like being super polite, and I said, uh, "Well, I'm I'm being real polite because you're a girl." And she went, "I'm a woman, and don't have to be." And I was like, "Oh, well, that's good. You might get." A-. And I said, "So I was sort of describing the show for her, and I said, well, we try not to talk about politics too much.'" She said, "I listened last week. He talked constantly about politics." I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> "Not right, actually." And yeah, I, his name's Spike. You can write him directly. Yeah. Tell you <laughs> <laughs> but, but, and I think it's important to talk about. It. I just don't want to ever be. That show. In doc, I don't want to ever totally buy anybody's dogma, including my own. Challenge it all. Challenge it all. Create critical thinking. And dogma is the issue. Yeah, it is. Let's talk marijuana. That's uh, That appeals to people from age five, if they're in a certain country where they have to harvest it. <laughs> they come on with sticky resin between their fingers. Um, <laughs> those kids, they, they, never, they never seem to complain. You know? That's the thing. So Ed's uh, Ed's girlfriend Lizzie. I hope she's okay. By the way, we haven't talked about her in a while. She's great. Yeah, uh, who's a sweetheart. She was working in the was. marijuana industry. She was. Yes. Uh, what do you call what she did? She like, a bud tender of sorts, uh, but not yeah. uh, not in a bar. Not, like not a in a bar. No, she, she was at, uh, like a botanist. She harvested you know, yeah, them, right? Yeah. She was a harvest yeah. for a legitimate. Uh, medicinal Grow. growing operation mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i believe so is yeah. is recreational legal yet where you are uh just became yes oh. but it what well it, it was it was outside of the eight mile perimeter of detroit b- before but now just this week uh, in it, it's also in the city okay they're just handing out the licenses to the people who are most affected by 
uh, the laws that uh, incarcerated them. They get first shot. That's what they're trying to do. And by the way, this story is going to have a sad component about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at least, at least we're. I mean, we're moving. We're moving faster on electric cars than we are on you know legalizing weed. I, I suppose that's yeah. okay. Um, she's out of that game now, right? Correct. She's um, working with Ayatsi and uh, a couple of other companies doing rigging, lighting. Uh, oh, she's a roadie. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. For big bands? Everybody. Oh. I, uh, but Rod Stewart was undressing her with his eyes. As he's wont to do. Yes. <laughs> I, already had to, I already actually had to have somebody with younger eyes do the undressing for him now. <laughs> 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 oh, that's cool. She's awesome. Tell yeah. her we said hi. So here's the story about weed this week. Um, it just came out. Let me look at the publication. It's Politico, so obviously it's related a bit to politics. Um, but it's, yeah. a true, it's a true story uh, about the legal marijuana business. In some ways, the legal marijuana business is booming. Revenues are projected to hit $32 billion this year double what it was three years ago it's expected to double again to 64 billion in six years when new york new jersey and virginia come online but most weed companies are hemorrhaging red ink yeah they collectively lost more than $550 million, according to reports by uh, publicly traded U.S. operators, just in the first six months of this year. So they'll lose over a billion dollars in revenues of these companies amounted to $4.5 billion, so it would be $9 billion a year. Why? Anybody care to take a stab at it? Uh, the black market is cheaper. That's one. Absolutely. Ding, ding. I don't have my bell. It's back in Las Vegas. That's okay. Problems <laughs> with banking and finance. Ding, 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 ding. Um, yes. The fact that it's federally illegal makes the cost of doing business higher than any other business. Right. Uh, because it was illegal, everybody thought they could tax the piss out of it. So there are yeah. sky-high taxes. Mm-hmm. And weed companies say they're still treated like illegal narcotics traffickers under the federal tax code. So the goods cannot cross state lines, which means that each state, each company must build separate farms, factories, and stores in each state. Imagine if McDonald's could only exist in Kentucky and they had create different restaurants with different names <laughs> in every other state. Yeah, that would take, well, they had, take they, the profit they, they, well, out of it. Uh, Yes, a better analogy is that they have to have a cow farm in every state. Oh, yes, totally right. Right? Yes. Right. They have 50 different cow farms. And the one in Hawaii, it's why burgers are $95 a piece in Hawaii. That's basically it. And and they can't uh, raise capital uh, because financing is a huge option. Right. Um, So they're generating great cash flow even with all of that. But, and, and eventually when it's federally legal... It's going to be a cash cow. Mm-hmm. But right now, big problems. Uh, by the way, prices are uh, plummeting in Massachusetts, Zip, in case you were thinking of getting becoming a stoner again. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many shops here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It really is crazy. Yeah. It's totally overgrown. 
and as you mentioned, uh, who mentioned it, the uh, it's not a hard plant to grow as evidenced by its nickname, weed. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I've grown it. My son's grown it, uh, Keith. And like it's silly, ridiculous. Um, so also, I think, and this wasn't in the article, but now that it's legal in most states, even the states where it's not legal are not making it a priority and kind of hadn't for many years. So yeah. looking the other way for a long time. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't care that much. Do you think there's still a stigma attached of any kind or is that evaporated altogether? Um, depends on the people. Yeah. I mean, I've used it and medically for, um, you know, for my condition. Um, and it has not made me love getting high again. Although I have to confess that it did give me a little buzz and I was like, yeah, okay. Music sure sounds really good right now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I do think it was damaging as a kid to be, you know, wasted all the time. Yeah. I, I think it's probably less... I don't think any drugs are good for you. Even, you know, quad espressos are probably not great for your nervous system. But, uh, but I... Oh, uh, yeah. shit. Now you tell me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I wonder about okay. some of my migraine stuff. Is like, I think I, I think I may have had two double quad days too often. Mm. It's probably not good. And, but, you know, the coffee lobby will make sure that we're focused on uh, the slave children building the electric cars. Yeah. Not the coffee. <laughs> So I don't know. I, I, did, I, I, did you know? Did you know that this is? Did you know this is the first year that more people admit to have smoked marijuana in the last week than a cigarette in the last week? And for the first time, it's amazing. For the first time, and they, they 16 percent of Americans will say they have smoked marijuana in the last seven days, and only eleven percent of Americans will say they've smoked a cigarette mm. in the last seven days. Mm, right. First time, the, it's first time those numbers have ever been reversed. That's amazing. And I and I think that, do you think it's more people are willing to admit it, or do you think that they uh, that more people are smoking it because it's legal? Or both? I, I think more, I, I think both. I think both are true. I think more people are admitting it than used to be comfortable enough to admit they smoke marijuana. But in addition to that, more people, in fact, are indeed using it more because it is legal. But mm -hmm. also that cigarettes, uh, cigarette use is, is down, continuously trending downward. And we were talking about this on my show last week, and we asked the question, what what makes someone take up cigarette smoking now? I mean, because what what would entice a young person right. to start smoking cigarettes? Looking to be in a uh, coffin sooner than you were expected to? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Like vapes. Yeah, people are educated about smoking now. This, right, this right. This generation knows the, knows the score. Hmm. And it, it used to be sold to us in magazines and movies and television shows right. as like cool, yeah. as looking looking sophisticated. But isn't you know, you vapes, watch an old movie with uh, good. I'm saying, isn't vapes kind of doing the same thing for kids now though, with candy flavored nicotine and all that crap that they're marketing? But that to... that's on, that stuff's on its way out though. Yeah, you know, vaping is being reeled in because it's got so many um, like it's got so many harmful elements to it. Mm -hmm. And 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 it took us forever to figure out cigarettes had those, and we figured out that vaping had those much faster. 
So are all vapes bad? I'm curious because um, I I have heard that the additives are not there for a lot of stuff. And uh, I won't vape, by the way. If I needed, uh, if I have, uh, again, a need for nausea medication, it would be a tincture or a gummy. An uh, edible, yeah. Because um, the uh, cancer center at, you know, uh, Dartmouth, uh, basically they said to me, you know what? We don't have enough science. We don't have enough research, you know, and we don't recommend putting anything into your lungs. I mean, your lungs, right, right. your lungs have a history throughout evolution of air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything else is a Any, foreign. Anything not air is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, 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 and we, we kind of, yeah, we kind of concluded that too, that the reason the marijuana numbers are so high up is because. They are including edibles and tinctures and those things too, right. not just inhalant flour, smoked flour. You know. But you know, in moderation for people that are adults, um, you know, like a glass of wine. I, I mean, why would I care? Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, you know, Darren Stevens came home from McMahon Tate, and Samantha handed him a martini. McMahon. You know, <laughs> if they remade you remember the, that? Right? Yes. That's yeah. Right. Of course I do. If they remade the series, she'd just roll up a fatty and hand it to him. Right? <laughs> she would. Awesome. All right. Well, I think we're in a we're in a slump for weed uh, companies, uh, and usually when a slump like this occurs uh, and there's huge cash flow, all the Poor people that used to be incarcerated that Detroit is giving licenses to. Yeah. And I told you there would be a sad part of the story. Yes. They'll all go out of business and McDope will take over. Yeah. Yeah. Burger Dope. Or may buy them out. We can only hope. Doper King. Doper King. Doper King. Doper King. Doper King. Thank you for always. And that king be all be all slant eyed. You know, the king will be all. What's up? Yeah. Hey man, how about some fries? Yeah, fuck yeah. Two all beef. Two all bud. Pat. Two special. THC. Sesame. They should absolutely Please. combine burgers with a with a with a dope shop. Absolutely. <laughs> Would you like to order on the app? What? <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm gonna throw it out there. Anybody got a topic on their mind that they, they would like to hear what the group thinks about? Uh, uh, I had I just had the day of days, man. I got to tell you, I I just played for two thousand people. <sighs> yeah, it was, and they gave us like. It was funny. They gave us uh so here's, let me, let me backtrack a minute. I got a call months ago saying, would you like to open how you and the impalers, Spike and the impalers open for Sammy Hagar and George Thurgood and the destroyers. Perfect. And we're like, hell, hell yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so get... we're, we, so we jump on board. Go ahead. Uh, any tequila in the trade or no? Did I? No, I had to buy my own tequila. No like, Cabo Wabo? Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> no Cabo. He sold that. All, he sold his interest in that, I believe. I know he did. I, I think he made a billion dollars, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Mm. Smartest guy in the room. So anyway, we get this We get this ask, and we say, of course we will. Yeah. Um, and as it evolves over the next couple months, we find out there are seven bands on that on our bill today. Oh, wow. And we are we are the we are the lowest one on the poster. Oh, of course. We're okay. like we're like and friends, you know. <laughs> so, we're plus one. Oh, so you're opening but you're part of a bunch of bands opening it and so so you're there when the people yes. are arriving basically is the plan. Yes. Yeah. Exa- exactly. That's exactly. okay. So, so still. But 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 so let me let, so let me tell you how things played out. So 
we, you know, our vision is that we're on the main stage of the White River Amphitheater, which holds about 5,500 people when you open up the seating and the lawn. Right. Um, and we're going to be out there on the main bikes, stage. Bikes, and, bikes, but it, then we come bikes, to realize, bikes, yeah, bikes. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, that we're, you know, one of, one of three local bands. It's Sammy Hagar, George Thurgood, Queensryche, uh, Nita Strauss, who is a, uh, a female guitar player. Hell Phenom, of a lineup, though. Phenom. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, but also... Uh, Glenn Cannon and the Damage Done local band, a band called Always Naked and Spike and the Impalers. And the three local bands, the uh, Damage Done, Always Naked, Spike and the Impalers, are going to be on the plaza stage out right. in the outside the amphitheater. This is like the, the music festival uh, way of doing yes. things. Yes, yes, yes. 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 We're on the side stage and we're, and, and our drummer Jeff had his, you know, got his, got his feelings hurt. By this, Aww. and he said, and, and and well, but to be we fair, look, someone asked me the other day, "You haven't had Jeff Kathan on the podcast in a while," and I was like, "Wow, uh, well, we should have him on. He's we should have him on. Yeah, he's always so, well, entertaining." So, so, so what we found out when this whole thing transpired today, and and, and we've, we've kind of been getting more information as the week has gone on. The last couple weeks, we found out we we found out like last week there was a secondary stage, and that we were be the first band of the afternoon. Sammy goes on at nine o'clock. We played at three thirty. That's yeah, how far yeah. away we were. Never, you know, Sammy's never going to hear us. So, but that, but you know, and we're like, you know what, guys? None of this matters. What matters is but, people are going to come to see us, and we're going to play our best show for them. And you'll take a check to yeah, the bank, right, which right. I assume is a decent check. Yeah. Oh no, we also found out there was local bands aren't being paid at all for this gig. Oh, we found out that oh. we found out that last week. Oh, so, but, but hold on, wait a minute. Let me, Did let me, you let me also to, have to me... make chocolate and diamonds and mine some <laughs> lithium and cobalt? Don't don't jump ahead. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we had, we had to, uh, no, so but so we get to the show today, and we find out that when this when this entire you know rolling show played last night in Portland. Um, they had canceled all the local bands. They, they were down there and never even got to play. The three local bands that were supposed to play last night in Portland didn't even get to go on. Just when you think they the tried music to do that, couldn't get any sleazier, yeah. it does. Well, they tried to do that here. They tried to cancel the three bands that were supposed to be playing on the plaza stage today. And KISW refused to let them. KISW paid, because they tried to do this a week ago. KISW, out of their pocket, and Live Nation put this show on. But KSW, the local sponsor, because, Bob, when we were at KSW, we started the Pain in the Grass series, not we, yes, the station. Yes, that's right. Oh, yeah. Started the pain, and, th and this is now the Pain in the Grass concert at the end of every summer <laughs> at White River, right? So uh -huh. it's the KSW's signature event. So KSW stepped up, and they paid for the Plaza stage. They paid for the best sound system in the Northwest uh -huh. to Yay. run the, the, the sound for the plaza stage. And they made sure that the gates of the amphitheater, they opened the gates to the plot, the festival to the venue at three o'clock, but they wouldn't let anybody into the, uh, the amphitheater until five. So that so they would have in, an audience for the local bands. Right. How about it? For exactly. KISW? So, so yeah. they, they, they kept everybody on the plaza and, and we, st and we were the first band of the, the afternoon The gates opened at three. And by the time we went on stage at three 25, 2000 people had, had made their way in and packed the plaza That's in front awesome. of the stage. Yeah. We got to we got to play for a freaking sea of people who oh. were just killing it. and 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 they were they wanted us to play from 325 to 350, right? We had 25 minutes. That's normal and for we, that and kind we of had, thing. Yeah. I, for that but, for but, that kind but of thing, usually yeah, but we Jeff Kathan like ignores opener. the end yeah. time and just keeps playing, right? Did he exactly. play like a 9 minutes? Except long? we were the right right, we were the first of 3 and we we knew we couldn't go long. Well, so we're doing sound check and we were the last band of soundcheck. They let the 
you know, of the three um, local bands, we were the first, there were three. The, the third band uh, sound checked first, then the second band. Then we sound checked last because our settings were what were going to be on when we opened. Oh, right. Well, they heard us sound check. They heard us Uh-oh. sound check. And we, and we played like Song Remains the Same when we sound checked. And we played, uh, I forget, a couple others that were just, th- that weren't on our set list because it was so short. And the stage manager um, said, hey, you guys want to go on like 10, 15 minutes early. That's fine. Oh, good. To play longer. <laughs> and he's like, you know, he, he said, holy fuck, we're giving these guys 25 minutes. Yeah. That's just that's a, awesome. a and how so they how let us great, go in like 10 minutes early and i'm just saying how, how great do you feel after great, something like that happens oh my god it was it was phenomenal it was just you're floating I mean, the crowd was on just air in our face <laughs> it was and I, I i walked off stage to listen to the second band and i couldn't i it was i was just accosted by Oof. people like, man you guys were freaking working me work. and there was a lot of yeah. new people that i'm, go, I'm leaving us. i don't even want to see sammy hagar after <laughs> something this good <laughs> No, but it was like, where can we see you guys again? Where can we find wow. out where you're playing? Where you know, tons of people, but so many people. Bob came up. God, I miss your show, man. Bob yeah. and Joe and Spike. You guys yeah. were the I. And this one guy's like telling his son, when I was your age, these guys got me through. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, uh, you know, thanks for making me feel old, you fucker. But uh, no, it was it was the <laughs> sweetest man. I, All good. Yeah. It was it, it was it was just freaking magic. What a magic day. Oh, Absolutely. Nice. And then I got to go on be on be on KISW. They interviewed me at like a four thirty. Um, after our set, I got to do they do, do that like, even though you have a show on Cairo? They, they... Yeah, they talked about it's, the show on Cairo. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it was not great. competitive like it used to be. You know, it used to be yeah, verboten it, it, to yeah. do that. You couldn't mention, like, the, 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 your, if your listeners found out there was another radio station, they'd all leave. You, right. What a bunch of morons. If you right. walked in, it was with and I and, call letters, yeah, on, for crying out loud. I know, right? It was, it was just wonderful. I got, to, I got to talk to George Thurgood for a couple months because he did the interview on KSW before, right before I did. Mm. So I got to kind of talk to him a little bit while I was there. So that was, it was just. Is that George story. Thorogood's brother? <laughs> what, who would I say? What I say? Rich Thorogood. <laughs> oh, I, did I? No. No. Did I? Yes. Okay. Um, I got to talk this to This portion of the show is brought to you by, what's that <laughs> brain stuff that they, that's completely a, uh, a total? Synapses. Marijuana. No. Prevagen. No, marijuana. Prevagen. That's the one. Prevagen. Prevagen. I always hear those They make ads. it from sharks. I know, me too. I want to try I always that hear shit. those odds, and I go, I would really like to start remembering stuff better. And then I Google it, and it goes, it's total shit with nothing behind it. And I go, yeah. oh, yeah. You know, Great if I print. if my memory wasn't going, I would remember that I Googled that six months ago as well. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because the ad just gets me, shows this really happy couple, and they, rem- like, they remember yeah. all their grandchildren's names, and, you know, right. he's doing uh, Einstein-level equations. and <laughs> Right, I'm 79. I'm still doing people's taxes. I'm like, oh, you're not, you lying. Shut up. Right. Well, good news, Spike. Uh, Zip, you got any uh, closing Thanks, arguments? here i'm cool no i think that's a i think we should play uh today what if god smoked cannabis what if god smoked cannabis and a spike in the impaler song to celebrate your great gig today everybody uh be well uh you too bob we do appreciate your email show at bobandzip.com and um it's just always great to hear from you i'm always amazed at the the number of people who listen and uh, respond and uh Sometimes when you're doing a podcast, you know, because you don't get, you get ratings in a sense. You see how many thousand people listen to each one. Right. And it's small compared to the old radio show, but it's still thousands of people. Yeah. And, um, I mean, sometimes I feel like, like in the old days, we could, you know, say something and 
This guy would go, you said my pizza was good. And then the pizzas would just show up. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but right now, in order to do that, you'd have to deliver pizzas to Boston, Detroit, <laughs> Las Vegas, and Seattle. No, actually, you'd have to, you'd have no. to export one to Canada. Yeah, uh, Canada, right. yeah. Right. I'm in Vermont. So, but yeah. anyway, it's fun. To, it really is fun to get feedback uh, from you folks, listeners. And we're working on the show. We, we, I'm not saying we're going to add a female co-host, but we're going to start having more guests on. Uh, Emily's going to join us next week. My son, Andrew's coming back. And um, and I am talking to people about how to essentially because we don't promote this at all. I mean, it's literally unless you're an old fart arguing with me on Facebook, how would you hear about it? Um, but apparently right. the model my son uses is you post. And this is the thing. Short clips with one joke on them. Right. And they go on TikTok. They go on Twitter. They go on Facebook. They go on. Yeah. Uh, toe jam. I don't know what all the toe things are. <laughs> slam the platform. By the way, that's I, I don't know. You, you got to slam all those platforms. Yeah. yeah. And and what happens to Andrew is every once in a while, one of them takes off and he gets like twenty million views, and you know, and that's how you grow your your audience. And we've never done that. So sometime in the next few weeks, we're gonna yep. get help on that, and we're gonna try and get a video cameras on us. Excellent, Simpson. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, but it's, it's fun. I don't care how big the audience is. You are awesome. I got to tell you, half yeah. the people, half the, but half the people today that came up and said we miss you guys, said I listen to the Bob and Zip podcast every week. Oh, half awesome. of the people that said hi to me today. Wow, awesome. that's good. I'm, I'm telling you, more people knew I was on Cairo because of this podcast than because of Cairo. <laughs> well, and that's why we mention Cairo all the time, and we hope they don't mind you being here because yeah. uh, it is a vehicle. No, to no, no. They, they, they know. They love it. All right. And if they do, a guy named Louis the Foot is coming to visit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What if God smoked cannabis and spike in the impalers? Take care, everybody.
Got you back in your seats. You guys having fun? Good. Let's take it on south a little bit. Yeah.
Yeah. 